Welcome to the Fittest Shite Podcast. My name is Blake and I'm your host and it is good to be back. We got some good coffee here from Concord Coffee. Shout out. Some of the best coffee in my town. Uh, we are going to continue this week with talking about our four-point series. So we've talked about protein. We did that two weeks ago. We hit hydration last week. And this week, we're going to dive into fats. And this is always an interesting one because fats are complicated. They're probably the most complicated out of the three uh, big macros. Um, so we're going we're gonna to look at that. I'm going to try to break them down as simple as possible. I'm going to try to keep this short because I find that makes more people want to click and listen to this. Uh, a little less intimidating, a little more I can fit this podcast into my day. So uh, I guess if you're not Joe Rogan, no one wants to, to listen to you for 90 minutes. So I'm going to try to keep it as short as possible. I'm going to make it as simple as possible, and then I'm going to give some action steps and, and, um, <clears throat> and some, I guess, quick tips for how to use fats in your diet. So fats are an essential macronutrient, okay? They are essential to our bodies, and without them, we would break down and die. So people want to get rid of fat. Fat is good for your body. It is natural for your body. Prehistoric people did not look like bodybuilding magazines, all right? So it's unnatural to be that low in fat. Our body likes fat and it needs it. It doesn't need maybe as much as you have on it, and you may not like the aestheticness of how much fat you have, but remember, fat does serve a purpose, and the reason our body wants to accumulate it is because it does help us survive. Let's get a little more into that. Um, People will run into all kinds of problems when they get into super lean numbers of body fat. Uh, that's, that is for like a total another conversation, but for today we'll cover the basics of these fats and why, um, why they're important, each group of fats. So uh, let's go through the four different ones. Number one, polysaturated fatty acids. You've probably heard of these. A great example of some good ones are omega-3s, so things with, with fish oil in it. Those are anti-inflammatory. So omega-3s get a really good name in the supplement industry because they are anti-inflammatory in nature. So they help, especially athletes or people who train really hard, with uh, pulling back a lot of the inflammation. Omega-6s have more inflammatory kind of a mechanism to them. So that's good to know. Things that you might not have known, and I learned recently, like in the last year, is that if you have too much chicken in your diet, there's actually a lot of omega-6s in it. That's something not to overthink. Most of the time, I would say chicken's a great thing to have in your diet, unless you're vegan or vegetarian um, for moral purposes. But I think that... Um, chicken is usually really good, but it is interesting that if you eat high amounts of it, it does have a high omega-6, and that can cause some inflammation issues. Uh, think seed oils, fish, flaxseed, that type of thing. These are all polysaturated fatty acids, okay? Number two is monosaturated fatty acids. Monosaturated. So think of avocados, nuts, oils, uh, red meat fats, 
those types of things. So three, saturated fatty acids. All right, we have animal fat, butter, coconut. Um, these assist in making testosterone, by the way, and other hormonal processes. So saturated fatty acids are really good for hormones. Um, and this is what's been getting a ton of buzz lately when people talk about the cholesterol issue. Uh, well, is your cholesterol high? So, well, depends. Like, is are your fatty acids, are, are they saturated fatty acids uh, that you're eating most of your fat from and getting a lot of your cholesterol? Well, there's a lot of good in that. Um, if it's the other one, this fourth one, like trans fatty acids, then you might be in some trouble. All right, trans fatty acids are going to be like veggie oil, fried foods, bakery products, uh, non-dairy coffee creamers, right? This this fat typically has more bad than good in it, uh, and it raises bad cholesterol and lowers good cholesterol. So simple reminder, polysaturated, good for you. Monosaturated, good for you. Saturated, good for you. Trans fatty acids, not so good. So this is why, like, on all the labels, they write, you know, zero trans fat in this, Um and that's good and all, but that can also be very misleading as most um, marketing tools are geared towards you buying their yummy food and wanting to keep buying it. So it's a consumer issue. So what are some of the important takeaways here? All right. Don't have to memorize all this. All right. Or know all the different types of fats. But what you do need to know are probably these three things. Uh, fats are higher in calories. Right, not everyone knows that, but simply put, if you're going to be on a higher fat diet, recognize that it's going to be more calorie dense, and it may not fill you up uh, like protein does, or even some carbohydrates. Um, you might want more of it and not realize that you're consuming a ton of calories. If you if you want to go look at a really good simple way of explaining this, like just go look on olive oil, and when you drizzle even extra virgin olive oil, you know two teaspoons of that is like 200 and something calories. And you're like, what? I had no idea. So very quickly, you can hit your caloric intake with high fatty foods. Uh, so they're nine calories per gram. Carbs and proteins are four. That's number one. Number two, more processed fats equal poor health, especially in, in the trans fats that we just talked about. Uh, more process equals poorer health. That's a great general rule of thumb, but think about that as trans fats. Trans fats are more processed. They're bakery goods, right? They're the, the coffee creamer that's been made in some sort of factory, uh, fried foods, things like that. So number one, fats are high in calories. Number two, more processed equals poorer health. And then number three, aim to get more omega-3s in your diet. So help with inflammation. Uh, typically, most people have inflammation issues from their diet, right? And this causes GI issues and a lot of other things. So those are kind of three important takeaways from thinking about fats. If you can aim to get some really good omega-3s, which we call our polysaturated fats, right? You stay away from trans fatty acids and you get a good, you know, mixture of monosaturated and saturated fatty acids, in particular saturated fatty acids, like can be really great for your hormones um, and can help you function really well um, and can even raise testosterone levels for gentlemen. Recommendations. <clears throat> Cook with these three things, right? Coconut oil. Coconut oil is a 
medium chain triglycerides. So we call that MCT. MTCs are uh, used as energy instead of simply being stored. So, you know, a lot of times fat is something that is energy you want to store for later. Um, we want to use fats. We want to use fats for making us function faster and feeling better and helping with inflammation. So making them a good energy source, uh, especially for those looking to lose weight, MCTs are believed to have um, thermogenetic fat burning properties uh, that, that really can help with the fat burning process. This is a lot of like why um, like ketogenic diet has gotten so much buzz in the last couple of years. So you don't need to go keto to enjoy some really good MCT, but um, this is a very helpful thing to cook with. All right, and if you are like one of those people that's trying to go very whole foodish and stay away from processed foods, um, and you're having a hard time hitting your calories because they're not very calorie dense, this is a great way to add in some more calories. Um, that's not usually a big problem for a lot of people, but I know some people are trying to gain muscle and 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 get enough calories in while eating only whole foods. So that's for you. Number two, grass-fed butter is a very, very helpful thing to cook cook with, and it's very good for your gut health. All right, so you got coconut oil, got MCTs in it, grass-fed butter, very good for your gut health. Avocado and extra virgin olive oil are a good source of vitamins to assist with hormonal production. Um, so again, these are the <clears throat> these are the monosaturated fats, right? That are really helpful here. Um, great for great for hormonal production um and and actually really tasty together so anybody who's ever had avocado and and extra virgin olive oil to kind of together with a little bit of like salt and pepper bam that junk's good so if you cook with these three um you know instead of like the olive oil spray that's like not real olive oil or canola oil or the other processed oils like these are much better cooking nutrients that are getting a little bit into the micronutrients but where you add in some healthy good fats and you get some of this better brain clearing the brain fog and kind of getting more brain function and hormonal function and feeling healthier and better these are my top three coconut oil grass-fed butter and um, avocado oil or extra uh, virgin olive oil so there you go. Let's talk a couple action steps here. All right. I told you I was going to try to make this simple. Um, fats can be like a deep, dark hole, and I'm not really interested in going down there for, for most of my clients who are going to be listening to this. What I'm more trying to help you think through is what to cook with, um, how to add more in, recognize that there are four different types of fats, and then use these action steps, right? So the research does show there's no difference in ratios between carbs and fats as long as protein is adequate and you're in a caloric deficit, okay? So this means that people have had plenty of success on weight loss or, um, or body composition on high fat or high carb diets. When it comes to weight loss, uh, it really is just about a caloric deficit. However, I would recommend for most people to be in the 30 to 40% range of fats. Um, talk to me, you know, about where you would, you know, what your goal is and things like that. But typically I find 30 to 40% is a good range to be in. When you start heading into that 20% range, you're, you're starting to 
deplete your body probably of some of the really good nutrients that come out of fats that our body needs. Um, so just, just, you know, thought for here. I did listen to some people, I won't list who they are, recently who are very big on kind of a high-fat diet and showing some short-term studies that have shown that higher-fat diets are more effective. They do help you with your uh, triglycerides. They help you become more insulin-sensitive um, so that when you do go to eat more carbohydrates, uh, your body is burning more fat and it's not being overworked and not being used properly. So all that to say, I would say err more on a higher fat diet. If you're having more body fat, you need to lose and lower fat diet, the leaner you are. All right. Reasons being is that if you want to leave adequate room for quality carbs, which we'll talk about next week in our diet for training, then you need to keep your fats in check. Um, if you're completely fine on a higher fat diet and that's what you like and enjoy and it works for you and you, you're staying in a good calorie maintenance or deficit, then great for you. Um, I would say for athletes like that are training for competitions and, and trying to get stronger, right? You want to have an adequate amount of fats in your diet and definitely an adequate amount of carbohydrates. So, that would be like a, just a really good split would probably be 30% protein, 35-35, um, and just stay well-rounded there. Uh, you might, as you get closer to competition or as you're peaking in your season of training, you want to go maybe higher on the carbs, uh, and we'll talk more about that next week, um, and a little bit lower on fats, but probably for an athlete, I'll probably have you go no lower than 25%. So here's some great questions. Uh, just kind of take away, just think about, do you eat more fats or carbs on a regular basis? You know, and why? Or is that just out of convenience? Or is it out of functionality? Number two, what kind of fats do you find yourself mostly eating? Right? Do you eat like uh, baked goods and, you know, fried foods? Or are you eating more like avocados and nuts? Uh, are you eating more... Uh, animal meat with high fat in it. Um, you know, are you, what kind of fats are you eating? And then number three, what was one thing that you, you know, you feel like you can start implementing here? So is it that, oh, okay, I need to actually see how much fat I'm getting in my diet. I need to pay attention to what I'm cooking with. You know, is it coconut oil? Am I eat? uh, is it too much processed oils? Um, you know, is it, that maybe I'm eating, maybe part of my weight loss is that I'm, um, I'm struggling with is that I eat a high fat diet. I didn't realize how many more calories are in there and I'm really not as hungry as I, my hunger cues are giving me and I need to pull back a little bit. Um, is it that, you know, maybe you had too much polysaturated fats in your diet and not enough saturated fats in your diet and just trying to get a good, well mix of those things. So Love to hear more from you. Leave comments below. Ask questions on uh, Instagram. Head on over to, if you're interested in any coaching, over to blakeshitecoaching.com. There is a application to fill out on there if you're interested in talking with me for 15 minutes and just kind of get to see a little bit more of who I am over the phone and begin the process of maybe getting a full-time coach who gears everything towards you individually, both from a program and a nutrition perspective. 
head on over there and check that out. Please share this with anyone who'd be interested and um, please give us a five-star rating. We want to earn all five stars from you. So hopefully any feedback on, on how to make this better, would love to hear. And thanks for supporting the podcast. 